I interrupt this pre-recorded message for a very special email. I recently got an email about someone's Parrothead origin story, so I thought I would go ahead and share that email on the show before we dive into the pre-recorded episode this week. The email reads like this. Here is my story of becoming a Parrothead. My first introduction to Jimmy was the 1977 release of Margaritaville. Funny how that works out. Summer of Live episode starts off with Margaritaville. Interesting, right? And the email says, I just love that song. I do remember liking Changes in Latitudes as well. Time marched on in the early 80s. A friend played the Volcano album for me, which I also really enjoyed. Anyway, I purchased the songs You Know by Heart album when it came out and thought it was great. I hadn't realized that Come Monday was by Jimmy. I loved that song too. Fast forward to 1995. I was driving home from work listening to Magic 100, an Ottawa, Ontario, Canada radio station, when the DJ played Margaritaville. It was in winter, so a welcome tune for the season. As I'm pulling into the driveway, the DJ announced the 10th caller would win the box set Boats, Beaches, Bars, and Ballots. I ran into the house only to find my wife, Diane, on the phone. She is very lucky winning contest. She was the 10th caller, but there was a skill testing question. What is the name of a Jimmy Buffett fan? I told my wife that they are parrot heads, but she didn't believe me. She told the DJ that she and her husband have different answers for this. The DJ asked her what she thought they were called. She said, Buffeteers. And then he goes on to say, I'm upset and sweating at this point. Then he asked her what her husband's answer is. She told him, Parrot heads. Then he said I was correct and gave us the box set. Once we received the set, I couldn't believe all the great tunes on it. Like you, my favorite disc of the set is Ballads. I just love Jimmy's Ballads. So to make a long story short, I know, too late in parentheses, I became a parrot head after my wife won, with my help, the CD box set in 1995. Thank you, Jeff, for reaching out to me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the encouraging words. Now, let's get on to the pre-recorded episode this week. And if you want to share your Buffett origin stories, way to do that is in the show notes. Let's get into it. That's a little song about a little island that's, uh, that's nowhere other than in your mind or at the bottom of the queer bowl bottle. You know, people ask me, they go, where the hell is Margarita? I go, it's anywhere you want it to be. Buddy. Watching the sun beam All of those tourists covered with oil Just drumming my six string All my front porch swing Smell of shrimp where well, they're beginning to fall Bubble 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 Some people claim that there's 
Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Song Lines and Tan Lines podcast, a place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Those returning, thank you. The support is greatly appreciated. Those new to this podcast, welcome. And if you like what you hear and are not a subscriber, don't forget to subscribe. Now let's pull up the anchor and set sail. Starting off this Summer of Live series with a classic song from the 1978 You Had to Be There concert album, a song called Margaritaville. The song that opened the show and will close the show is one of my favorite versions of this tune, and I, like you, have heard it a bunch and in many different flavors, but I never tire of it. I always enjoy hearing it. And here's a bit more information about the album You Had to Be There from BuffettNews.com. It was released on October 1st, 1978. It was certified gold on November 10th, 1978. It charted at number 72 on the Billboard 200 and number 29 on the country chart. And Jimmy himself had something really fun to say in the liner notes. And I pulled all this, of course, from BuffettNews.com. So here's what Jimmy had to say in the liner notes. There's nothing to this show business gig. After 12 years and 10 albums, I enjoy remembering some of the moments in the history of Coral Reefer Madness that still make it fun. The morning in San Francisco when I found a chandelier in Finger's bathroom sink and drug him out of bed helped me rehang the GD thing. The night at Kiowa Island when... Harry discovered the new religion of naked hall meditation when J. Spell introduced Martin Mull to Braille centerfolds, when Buttry polished off a magnum of champagne during a Central Park concert and finished the evening by attempting to dropkick his snare drum into the monitor board, the night Deborah and Fingers did their impression of Ike and Tina Turner in a Holiday Inn bar near Billings, Montana, the time Barry decided to redecorate the interior of a Chrysler Cordoba in Sacramento, the afternoon I decided to take the bus for a spin near Wrightsville Beach to find some beer, or just yesterday in London when they gave all their sweets to Gladys Knight and the Pips. I could go on for hours telling stories, but I guess you had to be there. And it's signed Jimmy Buffett, Wasting Away in London, August 30th, 1978. And there's a little note he added to this as well. It says, To all avid lyric fanatics, you may or may not notice that some verses and phrases on these records are not the same as the original version. I can only blame that mishap on an overindulgence in Mount Gay rum and an overabuse of poetic license. Hope you enjoy the new versions. JB. That's some pretty fun stuff to learn. And maybe someday Jimmy will write a book all about his days on the tour circuit. I bet those are some fabulous, fun stories to listen to. Now, let's dive into a revisit of the No Plane on Sunday episode. My name is Anthony, and I'm here to give you another deep cut by the man from Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett. The song featured today is No Plane on Sunday which is found on the album Florida's, just like Criolla, the song I featured on the last episode. I hope you were able to catch that one. 
The chorus of this song should be pinned to your wall by your front door so you can see it every time you leave the house. It would be great words to live by. The chorus goes like this. No plane on Sunday. Maybe be one come Monday. Just a hopeless situation. Make the best of it's all you can do. Great words to live by. And there are a couple of reasons why I am featuring this song today. First reason, there is a meaning behind No Plane on Sunday that I try to live my life by every single day. It's great stress relief. And no, it isn't the illicit affair or the cheating part of the song, which I think when it is boiled down into one nice lump, that is what this song is all about. But what I am talking about is a deeper meaning to this song. Maybe Buffett was unaware of this when he wrote it. Probably not. The guy is pretty sharp. But the meaning I take away from it is that when life gives you lemons, you go out and make a damn margarita. And what I mean by that is that when life pushes you to the edge, you take a deep breath, you relax, and you move forward. There isn't a damn thing you can do about whatever situation you're in, and you might as well make the best of it. Stuck in a grocery line with a man who just ate beans? Relax, chill out, and deal with it. Kids are throwing stuff across the room, or yelling at each other, or whatever kids do half the time. All you parents know what I'm talking about there. Relax, chill out, and deal with it. Dog just pissed in your cereal? Your favorite cereal? The one you just could not wait to eat? Guess what? Relax, chill out, and deal with it. The point I'm trying to make is that you have to make the best of each situation that you are in or life will roll you over. That is what I take away from this song and that is what I love about this song. And of course this song itself is great from start to finish. I really do enjoy it. And second, Criola, this song, and the next few songs I'm talking about what I call cornerstone songs. These cornerstone songs are what built my Parrothead Foundation. They were the base for my love of Buffett's music. When I heard Criolla for the first time, No Plane on Sunday, West Nashville Grand Ballroom Gown, and Woman Going Crazy on Caroline Street, that song, honestly, is in my top five of Buffett's songs. But when I heard these songs for the first time, I knew I had found something special in Jimmy Buffett's music. The songwriting and the sound of those songs were so unique that I had to ex explore his, his work much further. And believe me, I did. Funny little story, it was probably Smart Woman in a Real Short Skirt off Hot Water that was uh, the true catalyst for my fandom. I remember watching TV years ago and they were talking about that song and I didn't know it and that really bothered me because I had the box set, I had a few albums, I might probably had songs you know by heart. I thought I was really getting into being a parrothead. And then I started thinking, how can I call myself a fan when I have never heard that song? So from there, way back in the early 90s, that's when my love for Jimmy began. I found that song, which you should seek out yourself, found the album Hot Water, and the rest is history. No Plane on Sunday is a nice, peaceful, and relaxing song that is easy to sing along with. And I'm going to play just a snippet of it right now. Feel free to sing along at home if you know it. And Mr. Buffett, I hope you don't mind me playing just this small part. I'm not trying to profit from your work, just trying to grow the brand. Okay, folks, 
as I did last week. iPhone mic going up to the speaker. Here we go for about 30 seconds. No plane on Sunday. Maybe be one come Monday. Just a hopeless situation. Make the best of all you can do. Love this song. Love everything about it. The vibe, the groove, it's sweet, easy, breezy nature. I guess you know I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't love this song, or pretty much any song he does. And I encourage you, once you have a moment, to take the time and listen to the entire song. Sit back, relax, and just enjoy the four minutes or so that it's on. It is a great song with a great meaning, and I promise you, it is great words to live by. Relax. And enjoy your days the best you can. Now here come some facts in case you want to know them. The song was written by Jimmy Buffett and Mike Utley. And if I reading Set List FM right, this song was heavily played on the 1995 tour. And has been played in concert only 21 times. First played in January of 1988 and last played in March of 2012. Do the math folks, this great song hasn't been played live in 8 years. And now I was going to rant on about 5 o'clock somewhere, but I've decided against that. I'm going to leave that song alone this time. Okay, that's it. Time for me to shut up and let you go and seek out today's song on your own, wherever you get your music from. When you listen to this song, take a deep breath. Think of the tropics or your favorite happy place. Mine, of course, is sitting on a beach with the palms flapping in the breeze and the waves lapping. Toes almost in the water, the air is salty, and the day is warm and bright. I am there now, and I hope you are too. That's it. Time to set sail. Fins up. Let me drop anchor here and close out the episode. You can hear my voice talking about music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast and talking about horror on the Nightlight Tales podcast. And stay tuned after Margaritaville plays. I'll be reading a bit more of the Tale of the Golden Pirate. And don't forget to check out the show notes where you can find all my social media areas, where to buy my books, and my Patreon page. And if you enjoy what you hear, don't forget to rate and review this podcast. And I've included all the Summer of Live episodes on my Patreon page in one neat file. So if you want to see what's coming up in the summer... You can swing over there and sign up for that service. And one last thing, I want to hear your Buffett origin stories, how you became a Jimmy Buffett fan. Several of the podcasts I listen to have been doing this with the artists they cover, so I thought it might be nice to hear your Parrothead origin stories and to share those stories on the podcast. Email is songlinesandtanlines at gmail.com. You can also click the anchor link in the episode notes and it will take you to a spot where you can leave me a message. You can give me your origin stories or any feedback you so choose by simply using your voice. That's it. Thanks for listening. Cheers and aloha.
All right, back to the book. Find it on my Patreon page for a dollar on Amazon in ebook or paperback if you want some summer reading. Let's get into it. Six miles in and going strong. Parson had two more miles to go, and the run seemed to be getting easier. The legs, those monsters that either love or hate you on any given run, were being kind and gentle today. They had reached a smooth spot, the spot where you don't even notice them anymore. The spot where you're just gliding on two light feet. As a runner myself, I promise this does happen. Parson's mind started to drift away, just like his shimmering friends in the distance, drifting back to the one woman he had almost walked down the aisle with. That relationship had made it to a diamond ring, a yes to marry, and a date at a local church. That was as far up the marriage mountain that engagement had gone. It had, at first, lost steam when it saw the summit, then that engagement started to go backwards down that mountain and not up. Somewhere along the way, it gave up the climb altogether and just tumbled to the bottom, lying in a twisted heap at the base of Marriage Mountain on top of so many other rotten corpses of dead relationships. Parson didn't know why Vicky was popping into his mind all of a sudden, but she was. He had at least three other serious exes since her, but it was Vicky that kept coming back to him. He knew deep down inside that he was going to have to call her and tell her he was leaving. Final decision? Like a judge's verdict. He was sure he was going now. The positives by far outweighed the negatives. <laughs> 